I'm asking all of my listeners, my proud supporters of our courageous men and women in blue to join me and express your unwavering appreciation for law enforcement. Pin Blue Line USA has stylish apparel, great accessories that make a statement and flags that fly with pride. They've got everything you need to show your support for law enforcement. Go to PinBlueLineUSA.com and shop a wide selection of products to show up your patriotism. Use code SID and get 15% off. Stand with me, Sid, and stand with WABC as we honor those who protect and serve. ThinBlueLineUSA.com. Once again, use the code word Sid. Earlier in the morning yesterday, John Katsimatidis on his big-time, big-time Sunday morning Catch Round Table show did an interview that made world news. He already did two. David Patterson, the former governor, talking about the migrants Eric Adams, a complete failure. He wouldn't admit that, but that's the truth. But the other one that uh, Catch did was with a guy named David Malpass, who was the president of the World Bank Group. And Malpass basically said the European energy problem is so big, this is an opportunity for the United States. Nobody, and I mean nobody, knows more about energy and all these issues than my boss, my dear friend, I love him, John Katsimatidis, who again, back at 5 o'clock this afternoon with Cats at Night. Good morning, John. Great seeing you yesterday. It was a great time. How are you? Oh, good morning. I was uh, good to see you, Danielle, uh, your son. I mean, uh, it was a great all around. You know, take me out to the ball game. You know what it's all about? Having an afternoon off and and just be able to relax to that green grass and and uh, uh, we played God bless America we played take me out to the ball game uh, had uh, Nathan's uh, hot dogs <laughs> that's great uh, and those hamburgers were great too yep, and yep. Crack, cracker jacks. <laughs> uh, Except they didn't have any uh, chocolate chip cookies. Uh, I know. I, mean, I, you know. I know. I was yelling, and and Margo, and Margo, and, and Chad tried to make it happen. The closest thing we got, John, was uh, cinnamon rolls. But on a serious note, with with the weather yesterday and the crowd and all of us together, one big family led by you and Margo, and all the the baseball and the fun yesterday, Sunday at a ballpark like that, John. That's what America is all about. I saw tons of little kids with their moms and dads. You know this, John. There is nothing like a father and son at a baseball game. In fact, your son was there yesterday with his gorgeous fiance. It was just a great day. It felt like America on Staten Island yesterday afternoon. That's what it's all about. Uh, my son was there with his uh, girlfriend, Louisa, and uh, and then my daughter came. She, yes, uh, yes. Uh, my daughter, you know, being a, my daughter being a Republican, and uh, uh, she went to the GOP party in Brooklyn, and then she says, I'm going to go see Dad, and I'm going to go see the Ferry Hawks, and she came right over. Yes, she did, and that was wonderful, having both your children there. And my daughter's actually leaving me this week, going to, uh, uh, as I say, Europe. She's going to Wales on Friday with Danielle to go to college. That's a whole other story. But it was a great day yesterday. Your family is she beautiful. She missed the funeral. I know. <laughs> I know. She missed it. She's on her way right now with uh, Danielle to Washington, D.C. to get a visa at a doctor's appointment. You can't even make it up, John. But let's discuss this uh, serious issue that David Malpass discussed on your show uh, yesterday. Nobody knows more about energy than you. He says that the European energy problem is so immense that the whole world is feeling it, and this may be an opportunity for us here in the United States. What do you think, John? Well, you need somebody smart in uh, Washington. Uh, First of all, 
uh, our energy business, the worldwide, worldwide energy is in a, it's in a mess. And it all started when uh, President Biden became uh, president and shut. The first thing he did the first day was shut down the pipeline uh, from Canada to the United States. For what reason? It was 11,000 jobs for the American people. Shuts down and then approved. Well, let, let me stop you for one pipeline. second. When you say for what reason before you move any forward, could it be, John, it sounds so childish, but could it be that his reason was was because Donald Trump liked it and it worked for Donald Trump that he had to make sure that whatever Donald did, he had to do the opposite? Uh, the, his people that voted for him hated Donald Trump. There was hate in the atmosphere. And that could be part of the reason. And uh, to satisfy his uh, people, instead of satisfying the American people, he shut down the pipeline and tore down the border. He did both. <laughs> so, so what happens? The, the, you know, inflation rate was 1%, 1.2% under Donald Trump. Uh, the price of oil goes all the way up. Inflation rate goes from 1.2 to 8.2. <laughs> what happens with the border? They, they start invading us. I mean, I, like we've always said we believe in immigration, but we've got to have checks and balances who's coming and going. And, you know, it's okay for them to invade Texas uh, and uh, uh, New Mexico and Arizona, but God forbid when the Governor Abbott sends them up or Governor DeSantis sends them up to Martha's Vineyard or Washington, D.C., or New York. Oh, my God, that's wrong. Uh, these people are criminals for sending us the, uh, sending us the uh, immigrants up or the migrants or whatever you want to call them. Sid, you can't make it up. No, I know. It has, this, it, it's this is insane. It is insane. Uh, you know, I, I said to them, it's like uh, Bizarro Comics. If you're old <laughs> enough to remember Bizarro Comics, yeah. stuff that can never happen. And it's really bizarre. It's happening. It is. And, uh, and, and I talked to uh, the, the problem right now is inflation. And instead of fixing the problem, instead of fixing the problem inflation, you break something else. You keep raising interest rates until the rest of the country goes bankrupt. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's crazy. Yeah, well, tell and, me about that because, you know, you're also involved not only in energy, but, of course, um, the supermarket business with uh, great places here in New York like Restides and D'Agostino's not, and, of course, WABC and baseball. Uh, but you're also uh, involved with uh, real estate. And I'm wondering, John, with buildings that you own or new projects that you may be thinking about going into – this interest rate thing changes your mind, I would imagine, on a bunch of projects, yes? Well, it makes people think twice about doing it. Uh, th there is a shortage of housing right now. There is a, sh a shortage. Why? Uh, the state took away all the incentives in New York from building new homes or building new apartment buildings. There used to be a program called 421A. And, and, and used to have incentives. Okay, come into New York and spend money, and for the first 10 years or 15 years, we're going we're gonna to give you less real estate taxes. Well, if, the, if it's an empty piece of land and there's no real estate taxes, and then the city gets it back over 10, 15 years, what's wrong with that? Right, right. You know? Right. Uh, and and, and, and uh, the president of the World Bank, David Malpass, very, very smart guy, says in the United States, 
we and Canada, we can produce as much as 20 million barrels a day and have the United States self-sufficient and be able to su- supply Europe besides. Right, and make and- money. And make money. So is it as simple as, I know you've said this before, John, and one of the reasons why people love you on the air, besides the fact you're a great guy, is that you you simplify things. You make it easy. So is it as simple as Joe Biden, I've heard this before, just turning on the spigots to make a lot of these problems go away? Inflation goes away, and you don't have to raise interest rates. Bottom line. Jeez. So what is he doing? I don't understand. I don't what? 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 Explain this. Nobody, no, we don't understand it. I, I think he is very loyal to his uh, uh, anti-gas uh, uh, constituency. But it's more important to be loyal to America overall. Of course. That's a, Somebody yeah. has to explain that to him. I know. Well, let me ask you about this electric car stuff, too, because, uh, as you know, John, uh, one of the issues we're having today is relationship with China, and it's getting worse and worse. I mean, it really is. I mean, the only thing they agree with us on is, is Putin and his fight in Ukraine, or else they have become a legitimate, legitimate nemesis, a legitimate enemy. Just ask Gordon Chang. And with electric cars, they run on batteries, which are predominantly made in the in the in in China. So the electric car deal, once again, we have to rely on China. Besides the cost of these cars, which is about $70,000, and the lack of, of, of charging stations across America, how is this electric car idea a good idea? How? It's not an electric, a good idea at all. If you want to have electric cars, it should be an option. And people should have an option. Okay, I want to, I want to buy an electric car. Fine. But it shouldn't be forced onto it. Look at General Motors. They went bankrupt back 10 years ago. Why did they go bankrupt, uh, Sid? Every year, General Motors would make the car 10% cheaper, 10% smaller, and charge 10% more. Hmm. How hmm. many years can you do that? <laughs> That's funny, yeah. 10% yeah. smaller and 10% more. Wow. I mean, it finally went bankrupt. Now the, 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 the green culture person that's the CEO of, of General Motors uh, – we said, okay, we want you to build all electric cars by 2030, 2035. And she says, yes, we're going to build all electric cars. What do you think is going to happen to General Motors? Same thing. Wow. Uh, yes, they're going to go bankrupt again. Again, My same opinion. thing. Right now, last time. My opinion. And, and as you know, John, last time Barack Obama bailed them out. And uh, it looked good for a little while there. It was nice. He kind of, you know, the car industry didn't die, but but it cost so much money that they came to bite us back in the butt later on. So if it happens again, I don't know what we would do. What would we do? Well, under Bill Clinton and Newt Gingrich, when they ran, Newt ran to Congress and uh, and Bill Clinton ran uh, the the executive office. We had a five trillion dollar deficit. Right. We went from, we went from five trillion. To thirty trillion. Oh my God! I mean, you know, you know, at, at some point, uh, how do they say it in, the, in in some of the jokes? Machine kaput. <laughs> you know. Yeah, no, you're right. <laughs> we just can't sustain this. I mean, I know that Donald yeah. Trump spent a lot of money. I, I do know that, but uh, in the end, the policies were good and the economy thrived. I mean. I don't know how Biden can go on 60 Minutes and talk about a good economy, John, when you've got inflation, like you said, at over 8%, tremendous supply chain issues, energy uh, shortages all over the world. And the day that he announced this ridiculous bill, which he said was going to save us from inflation, the stock market dropped 1,200 points. So what am I missing? Well, 
By the way, here we go again. You know what this France did yesterday? What? France says they're going to shut off the, the lights of the Eiffel Tower from uh, 10 o'clock at night to 5 in the morning. Oh, no, no. They're really going to do that? That's terrible. They're really going to do that. Jeez. Uh, well, what's going to happen is you're going to have lines for gasoline again, or you're going to have this and that, and, and they're going to make it look like there's a shortage of gasoline where there, there, there's 100 years worth of gasoline uh, and forever. Uh, and, and say, oh, there's a shortage of gasoline, and create, and, and say, oh, we need more electric cars, like they did in New York City, bike lanes, uh, bus lanes, this lanes, and oh, there's congestion. We we should charge congestion pricing. I, uh, I, I mean, some of these politicians are taking the average American public as fools, and and and, and they consider them dumb. So when they suggest things, a lot of people just believe them. Right. And, and, and it's wrong. This November, uh, said, this November, September, we have September and we have October. People have to realize that the most important thing in New York City is having our citizens safe. Get the violent criminals and put them away. Away. And 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 I had the Brooklyn, the Bronx Borough President on my show yesterday, and she's looking forward to local uh, uh, jails. I said, why don't we just fix up Rikers Island? Right. And and, 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 and you know we we can put mental health hospitals on that island too. Of course. And, and we could take the mentally ill and treat them in hospitals instead of leaving them as homeless in the streets. Right. And and I certainly don't want in my neighborhood in Queens or wherever in a nice residential neighborhood, which mine is, I don't want homeless shelters and jails and any of those things. You've got a place like Rikers Island, which is not even close to being used, all of it. Use it. Don't put these people in residential neighborhoods with kids and churches and schools. That's ridiculous, John. We're getting, our country is getting hurt. Every American is getting hurt. The, you know who's paying for it? The poor and the middle class. They're paying for more yep. the price of food. They're paying for the price of, of gas. They're paying for the price of uh, uh, everything. And, and, and you know who's getting rich? The Russians. Right. The, <laughs> Russians, and, the Russians and, and the, uh, and the uh, OPEC nations, Saudi Arabia, they want the $100 barrel of oil because they're getting, they're getting super wealthy again. Right. Yeah, yeah. Look what's going on. Well, here's the good news. Uh, we're less than a week away now, John, from the Jewish New Year, Rosh Hashanah. And then, of course, right after that, we've got Yom Kippur, where we break the fast. So I want to tell everybody listening to me and you, John, right now to go to the local Gristidis or D'Agostinos because uh, you guys are setting up all the Jewish people with the perfect way to, A, celebrate the New Year, and, B, break the fast. Make sure you go to Gristidis and or D'Agostinos today and get ready for the Jewish High Holy Days, which are now less than a week away. How about that? Well, let's hope the new year comes, and the new year comes with a, with more common-sense people in Washington, not to allow this uh, crap to happen. More common-sense people in Albany, not to allow all the crap happen in New York State, New York City. Let our people be safe. You know, the Jews just say, set our people free. Yes. Well, what are we going to do? we got to come up with an expression from New York. Let our people be safe. That's right. all we want. Well, right now the expression is, uh, let the criminals be free. 
<laughs> but you're right. That's what they're doing. I know. Oh, it's crazy. Hey, uh, thanks again for yesterday. Me, Danielle, Gabe, his friend Willie loved it. You and Margot have been uh, so nice to us. You know how much we love you, John. I tell you all the time. You know it's very, very sincere. And thank you for what you do here because these types of conversations between you and I and 24 hours a day on this station, you're getting the truth. It's unvarnished. Sometimes on my show it's a bit much, but it is the truth, and uh, that's because of you and the job you guys do. So we love you, John. We'll be listening at 5 o'clock. Thank you so much. God bless. God bless you. The great John Katsimatidis, folks, right there. What a tremendous human being. I mean, he's not a good guy. He is a tremendous human being, and his beautiful wife, Margot, as well, and his two children, John Jr. and A.J., if you had an accident, trust Gabo Law, personal injury and medical malpractice attorneys with decades of experience who will provide the attention you deserve and deliver the best possible results in the shortest amount of time. Gabo Law has recovered millions for their clients, and they will be able to help you. But don't take our word for it. Read their five-star reviews from former clients on Google, Avo, and Facebook. Call Gabo Law today, 800-560-0214 for a free consultation or email them at info at gabolaw.com. That's G-A-B-O-Law.com. Gabo Law, where winning is no accident.